Welcome to Spike's Podcast, where we reflect on the joy of running amidst the joy of life. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Spike's on Sunday, the 24th of January, 2016. And I'm recording this from a hotel room in the small Austrian village of Flakau, which is a small ski resort. And Gina and I have enjoyed our first day of skiing in 2016. I say day, relatively short day, um, which I'll come back to in a little while with uh, what's happened thus far. But let me just first of all describe uh, a strange incident on the way down. Not strange, peculiar, but just one of those odd things that happens when you're travelling around. So. Um, Yesterday, Gina and I drove up to Bristol Airport, about an hour and a quarter from where we live, and flew to Salzburg. And we had a hire car, and we were driving down, uh, again, about a 45-minute drive down to Flakau from Salzburg. Um, and the roads were very wet, and then it started to snow, and um, you know, everybody was driving with, with wisdom and caution, and they're very obviously very used to these sort of conditions in Austria. So we are just driving along, but I had to keep wiping the windscreen, and... Uh, then discovered the hire car was out of windscreen wash. Well, these things happened, no point in getting annoyed about it, so we pulled into a service area and I went to the shell garage there and first of all, couldn't spot any screen wash, you know, trying to read all these different um, items on the shelf in, in our very limited knowledge of, of German or indeed the subjects of Austrian, um, but couldn't spot quite a thing. And then Gina went out towards the car to get the phrase book and of course, as she stepped out the door, spotted a huge rack of, of antifreeze screen wash. So she grabbed a container and came back in, sort of grinning, as if to say, look, we've been stupid, and here it is. And, um, and I took it to the counter to pay for it. And then she went, and um, as she went out again, she was looking to see if there's any water to, to dilute it with, because it was a concentrate. And as she went out, she um, came back in with a bag of, of already diluted screen wash. So I said to the gentleman at the counter, could we change these please? And, and he looked at me a bit quizzically and I thought, oh, we're going to have a language problem here. And, and from behind him, his colleague said in, in obviously very clear English, that's no problem, mate, I'll change that for you. And um, and then he said, where's your car? Bring it round and I'll put it in for you. So we thought, this is jolly kind. And, and as we stepped outside, I said to him, well, you're clearly um, from England. And he said, yes, but he'd been in in um, Austria and Germany for a number of years, been mountaineering. And uh, so we chatted while he very kindly put the liquid in the car and um, he said, where are you from? And we said, we're from Yeovil in Somerset, to which he kind of smiled and then uh, said, you won't believe where I'm from. And um, he's from Street. And Street is is barely 10 miles from Yeovil in Somerset. You know? So we'd, we'd come all this way by pure chance, bumped into somebody from just up the road. It's, and isn't it strange how often that happens in life? I don't know if others find it, but we've we've found connections as we've travelled around quite a lot. So anyway, Julie arrived at the hotel. Um, we stayed here last year. We particularly like this hotel. It's 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 very comfortable, very good food, um, and then it has a swimming pool and a relaxing area for saunas and the such like. And um, 
and it has a ski shop just down in the ski hire shop down in the in the kind of basement area so we've got to go downstairs very good kit to hire got all that sorted out and then this morning well as we got the kit sorted out that was the first problem um last saturday a week ago yesterday i tweaked my back um, i was just had a very short period to get on the rowing machine and i thought well i'll just grab a few minutes and um as is so often the case when you've only got a limited amount of time to exercise i think i just pushed too hard and uh, and so my back was aching and the following day it was aching a bit and uh, we went down to the beach because a friend was with us and we walked along the beach which wasn't too bad i think that did it good and then the following morning the monday morning i am um, i took my car to the garage to have some work done on it and as i walked back i used a stick to support my weight i think that was a big mistake because it made me walk out of true and uh, the rest of monday i was in severe back pain very severe back pain and we had to use some some pretty high strength medication to um just enable me to straighten out and, and get comfortable and get some sleep so all week we've been worried about whether would my back be strong enough for skiing as it is excuse me it's um it seems to have held up pretty well but last night when we got here and went to get our ski gear gina was pulling on her ski boots and any of you who ski will know that they're not the easiest of things to get on and blow me she um she tweaked her left knee and uh, by yesterday evening it had swollen quite severely and uh, so we went through the whole rice procedure we put uh, resting which we didn't have any ice but we certainly had a bottle of chilled water in the um in the refrigerator in the room so she rested that against her knee joint um, applied ibuprofen creams uh, and then uh, we had a fortunately i bought some compression tube grip with me so we were able to put that on over her, her knee and then um, and we elevated it slightly as well so went through the, all the procedures and thought, oh crikey this is um, going to be the end of our skiing for the week but anyway come this morning we did get up the slope we took it nice and steadily a nice easy start and then um, got up on the mountain lovely sunny day glorious weather temperatures around zero degrees around freezing um, which was just delightful because we could ski in relatively light clothing um, for the for what for the situation. Uh, just that right balance between being too hot and, and being slightly chilled, so that worked out really well. We skied, um, you know, very carefully. I have to say, you know, my skiing. I think I just get more nervous. Perhaps I was nervous in my back today, but I didn't seem to allow myself to ski very freely today. But um, anyway, we enjoyed it. We had a lovely um, three and a half hours of skiing. We did, and then we thought, well, actually, you know. Gina's knees are um, um, just saying mm, perhaps enough is enough and we thought well let's not push it too hard so so we call it a day at three and a half hours which you know for any of you young skiers out there who spend all day on the slopes you'll laugh at our efforts but trust me when you get a little bit older you'll um, you'll value being able to do what you can that's for sure um, so we skied and then we got back to the hotel and uh, we had a bit of lunch late lunch here they start serving lunch at three in the afternoon so well, three we had a just a very light meal then we went and swam uh, then went into the relaxation area unfortunately the finish sounder wasn't working oh how grim but they have a very hot steam room and i sat in there and this is going to be my excuse for what happened next because i sat in there for a good 35 minutes and um and as i came out you know my eyes were quite um watery and uh and i glanced across the room and saw gina there um chatting to some chap and um 
I have to tell you, she'd taken all her clothes off, which isn't unusual in a German or Austrian sauna area. You know, a lot of people don't wear any clothes at all. And, but I thought, oh, well, she's got into the, um, into the spirit of things here. And so I went over to her and um, took my shorts off. And as I was going towards the shower, I was telling her about the people I'd met in the, in the steam room who were, who were an English couple. And she didn't respond at first, and um, I thought, oh, what's up? And then she um, she said, I speak English, and um, I realised it wasn't Gina at all. I'd been talking to this naked lady. I'd taken my own shorts off, and <laughs> there it was. I was um, I was conversing, and I said, oh, I'm very sorry. I got very English about it and got quite flustered and said, um, I'm terribly sorry, but I, I thought you were my wife. Now, she did have very short hair. She was very similar um, size to Gina. So I'm going to claim it wasn't you know it wasn't a, a terrible mistake to make in terms of mistaking one's one's wife <laughs> across a across a room but um, i did feel rather stupid unfortunately gina came around the corner just at that moment so this lady could see that she did look indeed look very much like gina and and she and gina chatted away whilst i rather shyly moved away <laughs> oh dear i am such a plonker sometimes anyway there we go so that's what was happened thus far this is a ski trip to date. Um, I'll probably record a couple more things before um, before the week's out and hopefully be able to put this on a posting of spikes later in the week. Won't be a lot of running, I have to tell you, but hopefully there'll be more skiing and um, not too many more incidents of mistaking naked ladies for my wife. Okay, that's it for fun now, folks. Talk to you again soon. <laughs>
if it wasn't for skiing and then it's summer tourism, it would have nothing else, I don't think. You know, there's very little farming goes on here, very little light industry, so um, the village community would soon die away without the, the winter and summer sports activities that, that keep the, the tourist trade going here. Um, so we've stayed for the second year in uh, this hotel. It's the Tauenhof. I've probably pronounced that incorrectly, but that's my English pronunciation of it. Um, uh, Medium-sized hotel, you know, quite a lot of rooms. But um, the thing we love about well, there's many things we love about it. A, it's very comfortable. Um, it's it's priced entirely reasonably. Um, the food is is excellent. We really do like dining here. Um, and indeed, one evening. Well, would that have been probably Wednesday evening? We had um, we had the kitchen party where, you know, for our main course, we actually went into the kitchen and um, as it was prepared and cooked and served to us in the kitchen, so we had a chance to to talk to the kitchen staff, the chefs, and and the others, and um, and just see the, you know, obviously the kitchen was very well presented, pristine condition, so that was a nice thing to do. Um, the, the hotel also has its own ski hire facility down in the basement, so we can hire kit from here, and that's, again, reasonably priced, very good quality. You know, uh, there was a time when, when both Gina and I owned our own ski gear, but, uh, I mean, for one week a year, it simply isn't worth it these days because you can't, you know, you, you, you'll buy kit that, well, if we'd have got had kit now that we used 20 years ago, it would look like very antique now, and... Um, long quite thin skis and now of course the skis are much shorter and much fatter um ski boots you know they you wear them seldom once a year but and now the argument is if you've got your own you can get a pair that fit you really well and you're very comfortable with but this year especially we found the boots we hired the fit was excellent um and we have no no sore spots on our feet at all or our legs or shins you know we, that certainly hasn't been an issue um the other problem these days, of course, if you've got your own kit and you fly anywhere, you've got to pay quite a surcharge for, for actually carrying it around. So all in all, it's much more cost effective for us to hire for the, the week or so of skiing we do a year. I say at this stage of a ski week, one always wonders about coming back again for another week. Um, not too sure, maybe. Maybe if they had a heavy snowfall, we might think about it because uh, we've enjoyed this week so much. But anyway, we'll see what comes, what pans out uh, during the rest of the year. Um, the other thing which you know I mentioned with this hotel is the swimming pool and the sauna facility. Um, we've swum every day after we've finished. We tend to to get down off the mountain sometime between half two and quarter past four, and um, a sort of lunch is served between three and five. So we usually get back to our room, just take off our ski gear, get down for lunch, drink several drinks of um, cold fruit juices, and then cups of tea. Um, and then we go. We have a short rest, and then we swim, and sauna, and uh, get ready to eat again, because then we time for supper, which is normally from half past six. We're normally eating around seven. Um, so that's that's just been our week, really. Um, the sauna ring, uh, I've continued to enjoy that very much. Uh, Gina's been using the infrared sauna all week, which she she likes to use. That she finds the finished sauna is just too ferocious. Um, and you know, interesting cultural differences. I've been talking to a few people in the sauna, as one does, and um, and here in Austria, with the Austrians and Germans, generally culturally, you know, their view is that when you go into the sauna, you you take your clothes off, and it would seem odd not to. Um, 
in Britain it would seem very odd for people to go into a sauna and take all their clothes off. It would be culturally very different. And there was one gentleman in the sauna tonight, as a South African, who was saying that um, he would find it, you know, almost impossible to find a naked sauna somewhere in South Africa. You know, it would um, just not happen there. So interesting how things are just different with that. Um, don't think much else to tell you about this week, really. As I say, we we've uh, we've largely got by unscathed yeah we, we we ache a little bit um by the time we finished skiing today we we said well that's it don't think we've got another run left in us so um so to kind of celebrate we got back to the hotel and had a small beer it's not not much of a an alcoholic celebration except you know that we we can with all the good food here we can't afford the extra calories so we haven't had a beer every day but just today we got in and we had a very nice chilled pills lager which um you know, one thing about the Austrians and Germans, they do know how to make a good lager, I think. So that was a delight. And now we've done our evening's exercise um, and we'll just be getting changed in a few minutes and heading down to supper. So that's it from this week in Austria. Um, catch up and talk to you again when we get back home. OK, folks, bye-bye for now. Phase three of this podcast, then finds us back home and it's now Wednesday the 3rd of February so we've been home for three days four days now this is the fourth day um, and what to say well interesting you know pushing ourselves perhaps a little bit harder through the latter part of the skiing trip both Gina and I find ourselves very tired this week um, with quite a lot of um, aching in our legs and I've um, I, I tried to run on Sunday, and uh, that was a mistake because um, I was stiff, and I would describe it as a jagged run. You know, my my gait was wrong, my breathing was wrong, and I've ended up um, with some muscle pain in my um, in my lower right leg. So I've had to be treating that with a bit of um, ibuprofen gel. Um, and since Sunday, I've reverted to my rowing machine, taking the weight off of my legs, and um, and just built my pace up, at, uh, pace and and distance up a little bit, uh, as the days have gone by on the rowing machine. And similarly, Gina has um, has extended her yoga routine, and and carried on exercising. But both of us have had to work through some some discomfort. I think it is just another uh, characteristic of of pushing ourselves a little bit as we age um, and you know we we both have to recognize that we can't quite do what we used to do now that said we still got to stay active and you know we just have to balance um, a desire to be active with a need to respect that our bodies are are less able to cope than they were in the past it's um it's the reality of life so we're all well uh, we're back home kind of getting back into the gear of uh, life again in the UK, having had that week away, which was which was really enjoyable. I hope you similarly are um, either having or planning holidays or vacations for this coming year and that you're able to balance your life well uh, with the kind of status and, and income that comes from work um, and, and the good feeling of that, um, balanced with time to maintain your life around your home and and your your interests and hobbies such as 
such as running and, uh, and other fitness activities, and also the restorative aspect of um, just taking a bit of time to enjoy yourselves, enjoy each other, you know, and just um, stop rushing from hither to thither. And I say that with great authority and absolutely limited regard for the activity because uh, one of the thing, bad things that Gina and I fall into the trap of is rushing from one thing to the next and not just taking enough time to pause and just occasionally, well, I suppose, you know, to quote the phrase, occasionally smell the coffee or indeed look out the window um, and take in what's what's going on in life around us. So I hope you're finding time to do all that. Um, this is a relatively short podcast, but I was quite keen to get it out, having been away for a while. So I'm going to sign off now and say um, to you all, run with joy, live with joy, ski with joy, do whatever, but do it with joy. Beautiful places